Black Bottom is set in Chicago in the 1920s and it is set inside of a, a recording studio and um, it's looking at a day uh, in the life of Ma Rainey and her band. They come up to the north, to Chicago from the south, to, um, to cut a record. And, and it's looking at what happens inside of this space that they come into over the course of the day. So you're having um, uh, revelations about the... Yeah, yeah. Re revelations of race of the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, what it was to be, you know, black and in music in the beginning of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. and, um, how, and actually how it relates now to this time. August Wilson is a prolific um, African-American playwright who created the Pittsburgh Cycle, also known as the Century Cycle. Mm -hmm. And what uh, August Wilson's work did was deal with the history and situations of African-Americans within each decade. Mm -hmm. Most of the uh, plays were centered in Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. um, although the one that we are doing for Soul Pepper is actually set in Chicago. He, with each of his, his Pittsburgh cycles, with each decade, he's looking at the big idea of what was going on uh, in that decade in America. And so in the 20s, it was about the uh, industrialization and the economic boom that happened um, and how, and looking at how um, black artists were able to participate or not participate in that, and so the the and the the big thing that that's happened in the twenties is that you have a large migration of uh, black community coming from the south and who have now settled in in places like Chicago and other places in the Midwest, and so they are looking for. Uh, they're looking for music also that's going to remind them of home, of, of the South. And so the blues, blues becomes a very lucrative um, thing to sell to. And, and we, we, have, we have companies like Paramount who then, who are white-owned companies that want to take advantage of this new market in the Northern. So cut, start cutting uh, what's called, what's called race records. And so... Uh, and Race Records was a segment of their recordings mm -hmm. happening in the North mm -hmm. that were targeted towards black uh, communities. And so you're having that, so you, they're targeting the, the black, uh, black communities back in the South who, because of the age of technology and the record, recording becoming a big thing, and also those who are, you know, in Chicago and other places in the Midwest. So, so there's a big shift in... The economics of the time and the and uh, the hustle of the industrial era, and you know you have people like Ma Rainey who's being able to really she's at the forefront of um, the blues industry at the time. Stepping into this role of Ma Rainey is um, truly a blessing. But for me, it was also really important for me to research the person. Mm -hmm. um, 
growing up and having a background that's from the islands, blues was not necessarily a natural instinctual thing for me. Mm-hmm. Although I have a blues voice, mm-hmm. um, I would say that blues of Jamaica is reggae music. Mm-hmm. And so it, it dealt with the same types of things mm-hmm. um, that blues music dealt with. And, but of course, addressing in, in a Caribbean way. Mm-hmm. And so it was really interesting for me to go in and delve into a lot of the historical blues songs and see all of the parallels with the music that I, I grew up loving, mm-hmm. which was reggae music. Mm-hmm. And being a musician, it's like, I love music, period. Mm-hmm. So it didn't mean that I never loved blues. It just wasn't, it's not the natural thing yes. for me. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's really allowing me to stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's doing a kick-ass job. <laughs> this morning break of day, Grandpa told Grandma I like Ma Rainey, her, you know, herself, but like it's, um, you know, uh, her being this, like such a key figure in terms of like black feminism and, uh, mm-hmm. and her being, being somebody who was doing all those things at the time, at the time when she was entering into the blues, when it was a male dominated genre and she was coming at the forefront of that and turning it into this like hugely popular theatrical form Mm -hmm. and um and in and in doing and then and then also like being a community builder absolutely you know and someone who's taking care and not so much who Alana is you know she really (laughs) is that but like really like and and she's been so dismissed as as a diva or as a you know difficult woman but you know and it's just really humanizing her is what we're having a chance to do as someone who who had to be tough in order to make it at that time and who had to be you know she 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 couldn't she couldn't take any you know right. nonsense because she had to be other she wouldn't be able to survive and mm-hmm. she had responsibilities she had people she needed to take care of people who she who were in her in her care yeah. as a black woman at that time We're talking about a time of like truth and reconciliation, but you cannot have reconciliation without facing the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's what this play allows, is allows for us to see the truth about where we are now, where we have come from um, as, a, as a, in our human journey. The audiences that come are going to be able to connect to the story that's actually happening on the stage mm-hmm. because they're part of it. Yes. Um, we live in a world where we do, we... We, we don't take the time out to really know other people's stories. Mm-hmm. So why don't we come and learn about people's stories? Mm-hmm.